All right, it's Bartender Journey, podcast number 54. I'm Vince. I'm here with Vano. What's the word? And uh, we're here to talk about all things bartending and cocktails and uh, how to be how to be a great bartender, not just how to make drinks, but how to, uh, how to be a great bartender. And you can learn all about what we call the inner game of bartending. So uh, here we go. Vano, what are we going to talk about today? Ah, well, I'll tell you, um, I had a rough couple of gigs December and January. Uh-oh. Some real, like, you, you know, being away from it so long. In the uh-huh. beginning, when I got, first got back into it, 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 I had, it was smooth sailing. But um, I had uh, one particular night was probably, probably one of the worst nights in, for me as a bartender, Uh-oh. quite frankly. And uh, I'll get right to the point. Um, you, know, that's, you know, that's why both you and I, we, we never have an elitist attitude about bartending right. for, for the amount of experience that we have. And uh, I never, I never uh, pull rank or anything like that. Mm-hmm. I've talked about it many times. Whenever I go to a new gig, I, I downplay my experience. But um, in, inwardly, I'm very proud as a bartender. I take it very serious, mm-hmm. you know. But anyway, I'm bartending. That day, I had a rough day because I was coming from another job. So I was coming from my first job to another gig, and I'm, I am uh, working. And so this guy comes up to the bar. It was a big event, like one of those upscale events. Mm-hmm. It's a lot of pressure because everyone's there, you know, the, um, the local politicians, politicians they, they judges. All, they all know the owners. Yeah, so it's, <laughs> it's very, very, you know, it can be very intimidating, you know. So anyway, a, a guy comes up to the bar, you know, in a tuxedo. He had this girl that probably could be his daughter mm-hmm. as his guest. Mm-hmm. So anyway, that's besides the point. But So he comes up to the bar and he um, he's one of these guests where – he was very matter-of-factly what he wants in his drink. He said, I want an extra dry martini with a twist. Mm-hmm. And um, I said, okay, vodka or gin? Mm-hmm. He was annoyed by that. He, really? said, he said, vodka. I said, okay, no problem. <laughs> so I go up around the rocks. He annoyed again with that. And he, he takes his thumb and he points to the ceil- ceiling, meaning right. up. Okay. And I, I was like, oh, this guy's going to be a dick. <laughs> So, and he's like extra dry. I said, okay, no problem. So I take my shaker, put the put ice in it. I take mm-hmm. vermouth mm-hmm. and I, I just kiss it right. with the vermouth. Yeah. A drop. And he's like, I extra dry. I'm like, no, no problem, sir. I put a drop of vermouth and I do the move where I turn the shaker upside down mm-hmm. and the vermouth just comes out off the yeah. ice. So you just kiss the ice. Yeah. That's a great move. Yeah. All right. So whatever. I pour the vodka. I stir it. Mixing spoon, no mm-hmm. more shaking. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I, I'm, I'm evolved as a bartender. <laughs> yeah. Shh, I'm stirring it. Mm-hmm. Actually, there's a process just in stirring that yeah. I'm learning. Yeah, yeah. You know, I'm mixing it, you know, the mixing spoon, whatever. Yeah. First mistake I made was I assumed that he would want it in a rocks glass. Okay? I had a rough day. So <laughs> I uh, poured it in a rocks glass. He goes, what is this? I want it in a martini glass. Mm-hmm. I said, oh, I said, I'm sorry, no problem. So I just... I chilled the martini glass. Mm-hmm. I wait like three seconds, and he's not, he's still confused. Then I dump it. He sees that it's chilled. And then I take what's in the rocks glass and I pour it in. And he goes, I want it, I want a twist. Uh-huh. This is where the problem happens. Okay. <laughs> um, I was taught early in my career how to do a twist. Mm-hmm. A bartender showed me this. Mm-hmm. He just told me, you take the wedge, the, the lemon wedge. And you take your fi- like your thumb, like you're snapping your fingers. You take your thumb and your middle finger, and you squeeze and twist it like that. And you just drop it in. 
Mm-hmm. And for years, I've been doing it with the fruit in. With the fruit, yeah, with the fruit in. Uh-huh. No one's ever called me out on it, right? And uh, never thought anything of it. <laughs> it was whatever. I, <laughs> so he says, uh, "I drop it," and uh, I put it in there. And he looks at me. He goes, "What is that?" <laughs> so I go, "It's a twist." <laughs> and he's like antagonizing me. Yeah. And Vince, you know me a long time. Yeah, I don't have a poker face. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> All right? You know, I mean, I was wrong, but I, I was coming from another job. Yeah. I, I mean, it's no excuse, but I'm just keeping it real. I don't have a poker face. Right. And as as he's, like, grilling me, the girl next to him is, like, making faces as to say, like, this guy's a dick. So that kind of threw me <laughs> off. We'll get to that after the story, but because I have my theory on that. But I, I said, um, it is a twist. <laughs> and this is what he does that, that blew me away. Yeah. He took the drink. And he pushed it back to me. And he said, no, thank you. <laughs> and I got to say, my man, as a bartender, yeah. that's never happened to me, man. Mm. And it, it hurt my feelings. Yeah. I'm not going to lie. It really did. I was wrong the way I answered him. Yeah, I was ignorant of a twist. <laughs> and at, at that point, man, I told you this on the phone. At that point, as a bartender, yeah. I was sentenced. I was convicted, sentenced, and executed <laughs> as a bartender in this oh. guy's eyes. Ooh. I was a fucking zero yeah. as a bartender over a fucking twist. Yeah. All the shit I've done in bartending, all the gigs I worked, all the all the various events, the, the, the feedback I got from people, mm-hmm. it meant nothing. Right. He walked away and he pushed the drink back. And <laughs> and he, he goes he goes down like like I would say like within 40 feet for me to another bartender. Yeah. Now, I don't know these bartenders. Yeah. I'm it's weird. It's like it's you know, I'm getting you it's like embarrassing. So he goes to the bartender and he asks for the same thing. Yeah. I can't hear it, but I'm yeah. watching it. Right. And I'm watching the bartender do it. The bartender <laughs> is pouring too much vermouth. The guy's getting up tight. He's telling the guy how to the guy's telling the kid how to make the drink. Right. I start laughing <laughs> and the guy sees me laughing and why I'm laughing is the irony of it. Mm-hmm. What's worse that I fucked up on your twist <laughs> or this guy can't even make your drink, mm-hmm. you know? And at that moment, I, I, I always said I expected to be fired because he saw me laughing. I saw him complain yeah. to, to the manager that I was laughing and I'm like, you know what? If this is the you know, this is great. I'll tell it on the podcast. Okay. I, I got fired because I laughed, <laughs> you know, nothing happened, but, uh, it really, um, it made me, th- you know, and I talked, to, you talked about it when you, you tweeted me, like, when you texted me, like, give me stuff for the show. And I talked about, you know, don't be, don't be ruined by praise, but like saved by criticism. You know, mm-hmm. you got to balance that out. And yeah. I learned from that. Like, and then I went on YouTube about how to do a twist. And then it mm-hmm. confused the shit out of me because there's so many <laughs> ways of doing the twist. But all I do now with, with the twist is I take the lemon wedge. Yeah. And I just take the fruit off. Yeah. You get the rind. Right. And you grab it with one hand, with one, you know, two hands, and yep. you, you just twist it. Twist it, yeah. And drop it. Mm-hmm. And now when I go on, I'm prepared. Yeah. Like, I'll just, like, cut, like, I'll, I'll prepare. I'll have, like, five twists ready to go. I just, you know what, dude? I, I was, I, I'd never been called out on it, man. Yeah. And that's why I said I was never, I've never claimed to be the greatest bartender. Yeah. Well, there's there's something so personal about you know when you're in a restaurant and and the person's not satisfied with what you give them, whether it's food or a drink. I don't if there's something that's like so personal down in your soul and you feel really bad about it, you know, or or if, even if you're like super busy and you're giving people bad service, you know, it, you feel bad about it. But um, I, I don't know why it's so like 
personally, I guess, you know, eating and it's like, you know, it's like somebody's in your house, you know, they're, they're your guests. Like I always say, they're not your customers, they're your guests and you want to take care of them, you know? So there's, a, there's something that really uh, shakes you about messing somebody's uh, order up or, you know, making them wait a long time or whatever. Uh, while we're on the subject, I'll talk about twists a little bit from my point of view. Um, yeah, years ago, you know, when you were cut, when, when you were cutting your fruit, you know, your limes and your lemons and everything, you'd, you'd make lemon twists too. People don't ask for them that often anymore, so a lot of places don't prepare them ahead of time. But um, basically what you want to do is you can use a um, real sharp knife. Well, I do the same thing. Like, you know, a lot of times I'll just t- peel the fruit off and uh, use that as my twist, you know. Because you've got to work with what you have. Yeah, yeah I mean, but you, I mean, you can prepare them ahead of time. If if you work in a place where people ask for them, yeah. you really want to take the whole fruit, use a real sharp knife, and cut um, just a little bit into the pith, the yeah. white, the white part. And uh, so you have a little bit of that pith, and and the but the the skin, you know, has all these oils in it. It's really actually delicious. You know that the oils that come out of a lemon skin, or even more so an orange skin, are awesome. You know, so if actually if you make a, a bigger like a let's say one inch by two inch piece and you take that and you um and then you put it between your two fingers and you squeeze it it it's called expressing the oils into yeah. the drink and um dale degroff's big on that and probably best you just look that up on youtube somewhere um i wonder if dale degroff even has a video about it but um the thing is yeah you don't want the fruit in there <laughs> with I mean, a twist <laughs> and i'm being honest yeah and, and you know like and what you, you it, exactly like i went on youtube and I watched so many. I saw a guy use an ice pick, and it was amazing how he just would like chisel it out, and then he would cut it, and it was like these like little ribbons, mm-hmm. and it was all neat. He called it, it was like a pig's, pig's tail, mm-hmm. and just and it's just it really and that's what I'm saying. Like you can always you you you're always learning in this game, and yeah. I, I really oh, honestly yeah. it, it fucked my head up. <laughs> it really did because I I take pride in what I do. Yeah, you know what sure. I mean, and to go sure. out. Over a twist? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, come on, man. <laughs> you thought you were going to get fired over a twist. Oh, I mean, I, I thought I was going to get... It was embarrassing. I, yeah. I was really... I had to, like, get over it because I was happy it happened. Yeah. Because now I'm more conscious of a twist. Yeah. You know what I mean? But he got mad that I laughed. I wasn't laughing at him. Yeah. I was laughing. And I was, it was wrong what I did, but I, I just... You know what, man? I got to tell you, what's really happening is that coming from a second job... Yeah. I forgot how hard that is. Yeah, and it was it was a Saturday, and, and my job on a Saturday, my first job, is extremely stressful, and it yeah, takes a lot of energy. Saturday, right? Yeah, and I, I'm going from that job directly, and I got an hour drive to yeah. my second the bartending gig. Yeah, and dude, I walk into the bartending gig, I I, I have it's like go time. I walk yeah. in and I got to I got a bartend. Yeah. I I, they, I I set up wherever they put me. Nothing's to my liking, mm-hmm. you know what I mean, and I gotta just work off the fly. And, and an experienced bartender can do that, but it's it's stressful, you know what I mean. Sure. I don't like the way the like none of my wines open, the the way the uh, fruits positioned. It's all like you know what's pineapple, what's cranberry. I gotta smell it, you know. You don't know because it's all backwards. Yeah. Um. Like I try to keep like the triple sec, the 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 amaretto, the clue together. I'd like to keep the vermouths together, mm-hmm. the grenadine lime juice. You know, it's just. It's seconds. We talk about that, but you got to deal with it. But it, it's just, I'm not making excuses. It's just, I forgot how hard that is. Yeah. And it's, as I get older, it's just, and your patience is, is, is low. Your patience are low because it's like, right. Your, 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 your energy and you, it's like, I don't know. It just was a very tough, it was really, a, a really, I never had someone 
reject me like that <laughs> and dismiss me. And right. I tried to get him to come back to me throughout yeah. the night, and he wouldn't come back to me. No. And you know, I want if anything, I was I wanted to apologize to him. And uh, but I gotta tell you something. When the girl was laughing, mm-hmm. I, something occurred to me, and I and I learned from observation. I learned this from the teacher. She, I, he was close enough where I could see him and her at the table mm-hmm. and, and watched how they interact. And she didn't interact with this guy at all. She didn't interact with the other oh, people. His, 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 his date, guest. His date, yeah. So it, it, and I learned this from the teacher, the experienced bartender. She was hired for the night. Oh, probably, yeah. <laughs> and I realized that because yeah. when she was making faces while he was talking, dude, she looked annoyed being there. Yeah. You know, and he, there was no conversation, so it was funny. It right. was just, it's just like, you know what I'm saying? It's just like, it's just weird. Like, like this guy must be, re- you know, he must be just a miserable dude in real life. And here is, he's like, just like destroying me as a bartender, you know, not destroying me, but really, yeah, he was destroying me. He felt that way, you know? And he just was like, as my ability to bartend, and she's just like making faces, like, like really like, like a kid faces, like, this guy's a dick. What is she drink? Do you remember? I don't even. Dude, she didn't even talk. She just was so annoyed to be there, you know. And I'm thinking he hired her for the night. Probably just for right. Guess. Yep, I believe it. Yeah, that that would go on there at the catering place. Sometimes I remember seeing that too. Yeah, it's interesting when you you know. And I never I never thought of it, I, you know. And then when the, the teacher said, like you got to analyze that. Yeah. Look at that. Does that make sense? It's Something's like not this, right with this picture. Yeah, it's like that light switch goes off, and you're like, ah, what does? Yeah, talking about martinis. I uh, I touched on the story a couple weeks ago when I was talking to Ozil, but um, this guy comes into the bar and orders a very strong martini, and I'm like, well, I'm thinking to myself, very strong martini. This fucking guy doesn't even know what he's what he's talking about. You know, there's nothing in it but liquor. How am I going to make it stronger than a than it uh, than a martini? You know, so I didn't even ask him vodka or gin. I assumed. He didn't know what he was talking about, so he definitely wanted vodka. But don't you think that's – you want a very strong martini. I just – Like, you want to tell him uh, – what can you tell somebody like that? You just you just make it, you know? And he, and he, he had two of them. He, he liked he liked what I made. It's but just it, – yeah, it's strange. I man. just think people should know a little bit about what they're putting in their body, you know? <laughs> I mean, how do you – it's just – you got to just roll with that, you know? It's just how do you answer that, you know, very strong – yeah, very strong. Well, yeah, he definitely seemed like a vodka guy, not a not a gin guy. He wasn't in, uh, an evolved drinker. But I suppose that's fine, right? You get those in your bar all the time. People that uh, they're not evolved drinkers, they don't know as much. You know, even as a customer, maybe you should always be learning, educating yeah, yourself. And uh, <laughs> like we always talk about, we like to con- constantly be learning, continually uh, being up upping our game and, and learning about new things. But I, I, I would just suggest that too. Always. <laughs> Always, that you're gonna have that uh, the Kanai philosophy: constant and never-ending improvement in all areas of your life. Oh, very good. Stay relevant. You you're know? a deep motherfucker, you know that? Thank you, sir. <laughs> hey, listen, man. It's uh, I just want to uh, do the best I can, and uh, you know, I think uh, it's my new philosophy for 2014 is cosmic logic, man. Cosmic logic. I just want to just rock it out, but um. I just really ran into a string of, of bad events that humbled me. And, <laughs> oh, no, uh, there's more? <laughs> you know, something else happened, and this is, this is also a kind of a downside of bartending. Um, you know, you meet a lot of cool people bartending, a lot yeah. of cool guests, memorable yeah. guests, but occasionally you meet weirdos. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, recently I, I met a creepy crawler. I, I met a, a fucking weird dude, and it's, it started out great. He, he was with his family. He was drinking um, scotch neat. 
he had his uh, he had his wife, beautiful daughter, mm. beautiful. I ID'd her just to find out her name. Man. <laughs> <laughs> beautiful daughter, man. She was she was over twenty one, and beautiful wife. And they were drinking uh, margaritas. The daughter had salt on the margarita, and he he threw me a twenty. Okay. You know, it made him feel like the king of his castle in front of his yeah. family. You know, he came to the bar. Every time he came to the bar, he didn't have to wait. I had orders ready for him. Nice. And um, he uh, comes up again. He throws another 20, dude. Another 20. Going great. Yeah. Perfect. <laughs> and then, uh, you know, I would say towards the end of the night, he comes up to the bar. And I was like, hey, how can I help you? And I was like, yeah, would you like the same thing? And he's just like, nah, nah. And he starts talking to me. And I'm, of course I'm going to engage. Yeah. This guy, you know, he deserves it, you know? Yeah. And then I realized while talking to him that he was a fucking weirdo. Uh-oh. I don't know if he was on medication. And I'm not yeah. knocking anybody on medication. But I don't know what happened because he started, he started talking to me about how he came to this country with nothing and that he wants the best for his daughter. So I'm all for that. Mm-hmm. I, same mm-hmm. thing with my family. I, mm-hmm. I get it. Mm-hmm. Dude, most people can get that. Yeah. But then he would start talking and then he wouldn't, he would like, he would stop talking and he would look to the side and it was this like awkward silence as if he's talking in his head mm. and I, I can hear him. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And it was just uncomfortable mm. and it was dead. So I was locked on to this conversation yeah. and I was hoping that other bartenders would, would rescue me. Yeah. But sometimes, you know, you, you meet weird people like this and it just oh, was yeah. very, it was uncomfortable. Yeah. Because, he would talk to me and he would just start saying things and then he would stop and it, it was creepy. Yeah. And um, I felt uncomfortable. And when you hear that inner voice telling you like, get the fuck out, yeah. you got to you gotta kind of like, go by your instinct as a bartender. If you're talking to someone that's, you know, you serve them, but you know, you keep, you kind of do it from a distance. But it's, it's weird, man. You know, I felt, and I go to a bartender, I go, if you ever see that body language from me again while I'm talking to the guest, <laughs> rescue me. Yeah. Because it we was dead. I couldn't, there was nothing I could do. I'm yeah. Like, I had this, uh, this couple, they've been into the bar a couple of times and uh, she's already kind of fucked up and uh, I'm not sure that alcohol is the only thing going on here. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. And uh, she's out of it, but she orders a water. Which is good. I said, okay, this is good. And then the guy orders a, um, and he he didn't he didn't seem too too bad. And he orders a uh, Bacardi and Coke. And then they're ready to go already after that one round, you know. And he hands me a credit card. I'm like, uh, I'm sorry, you know, it's ten dollar minimum on credit card. I can't run that. So uh, and he's got no cash. He's oh oh. Uh, and then she's like, oh, you can make me uh make me a cojito. She's a cojito. Uh, and I'm like. <laughs> I do. I can't remember how to make that, and I don't think I, you know, I don't have coconut. I don't have. I don't have the ingredients to make that. Oh, come on! I'll tell you. You know, we'll. I'll show you. You know, we'll we'll figure it out together. I was like, all right. So uh, go get some. She told me go get some heavy cream. I don't have heavy, heavy cream. I got milk. All right, we we'll use milk. And you know, so we go through, and and uh, in the end, she didn't like. She she didn't like it. But still, you know, I had to. Like I said, it's ten dollar minimum. I couldn't run the card for six, you know, six seven dollars. I, I had to run the, um, so I charged him for both drinks, and uh, and they walked out unhappy. And I, you know, personally, I didn't care if they ever come back because they're cheap motherfuckers anyway. And they and they're fucked up all the time. They come in fucked up. So, but uh, so whatever. They 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 leave, no tip, <laughs> and uh, they they leave twelve dollars. He leaves his credit card receipt on the bar you know i take my copy and he leaves his on the bar like an hour later i get a call from this guy you charged me too much i'm like what are you talking about he said how much was it i said it was 12 dollars. i said i'm looking at the receipt here you right i'm looking at it right now you left it on the bar and uh 
He goes, man, we, we tried to go buy cigarettes, and uh, I knew there was $40 in my account, and now there's uh, not even enough to buy cigarettes. So uh, you char- you must have charged me like $40. I'm like, I'm number one, I'm looking at it. It says $12. I'm looking at it right here. Come, you know, I'm going to put it on the side, put your name on it. You can come get it tomorrow. I'm like, this guy, and then then, this, then the lady calls back like 10 minutes later, and I, I couldn't even understand her. She was like, she must have taken more pills. It was like, what the fuck, man? So hopefully they never come back, because I don't, I don't want to ever see them again. But, uh, you know, not to mention, if you only got $40 in the account, maybe you shouldn't be drinking in a bar and buying cigarettes. <laughs> they get that mentality that you got to deal with. That's what yeah, I'm man. I'm telling you. You, you, don't, you don't realize that until you get to, like, when people start talking, like, wow, you know, it's just. Yeah, you run into some weird shit sometimes at 2 in the morning on a Saturday, you know. Oh, man. <laughs> well, I feel like we're ending on kind of a downer there, but you, like you always say, you know, it's real talk about bartending, the good, the bad, and the ugly, right? Be real or go home, man. That's it. That's it. So uh, it's not all sunshine and rainbows, folks. You know, <laughs> but it is fun. It, yeah, it is. When the bar is packed and the music's loud and everybody's having a good time, it's the best feeling in the world, man. And you're and you're just running in auto autopilot mode. It's the greatest thing. Yeah. All right. Well, we'll wrap up the show now. Um, hey, get involved. Email us a question or a suggestion or a comment or whatever. Uh, you can email me at vince.bartender at gmail.com or on Twitter at barkeeptips. Vano. And you can reach me at Twitter, through Twitter, at Vance Vano. And you can also email me at bartender2222 at gmail.com. And our website is bartenderjourney.weebly.com. Weebly, that's W-E-E-B-L-Y. And why is there a Weebly in it? Because Weebly uh, lets us make a website for free so we don't have to pay for it. Speaking of which, we uh, incur other expenses such as um, hosting for the podcast and uh, other things. So uh, we could use your support keeping the show going. Um, You can find uh, on our website that I just mentioned, bartenderjourney.weebly.com, you can find find our tip cup page we call it leaving us a tip but it's uh what you're doing is helping to support the show uh to help us keep it going so uh thank you and um you can also find the uh links to itunes on there and some other information so um hey thanks for listening we'll see you next time take care cheers